Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Okay. It is the middle of the night. Baby's sleeping next to us, so we kind of have to be quiet. Oh shit! She's oh, making noises if she wakes up her skirt. We are on day fifteen in Italy. Tomorrow, we go home. Yeah, tomorrow. Yes. We drove from Milan to Sicily, and then did that in obviously a leisurely manner, and then had to drive back. Realized we had to drive back. Not that leisurely. Not that leisurely. On the way back. So we went from the very tippy corner of Sicily. We had to cross back over the island to get back to the side that has the ferry boat. To take the ferry boat to... Reggio Calabria. Reggio Calabria. And then we had to drive... You drove 11 hours. That's right. We had to savagely drive back to Rome in order to have at least a base or somewhere. Yeah, because we didn't want to go. To recharge. Yeah, because otherwise we would have arrived in Milan. Also, I wanted to see, like, we'll have breakfast and have a little morning in Rome, and that'll be... Yeah, we, we had to... That'll be nice. Yeah, that would be wonderful. We had to... Uh, how you say? How you say in English? Pagare... That's so pay tribute to to the city, to Rome, to the capital. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think about overall rating of the trip? Oh, it's been an incredible experience. Do you think? I think it's been an incredible experience for all of us. For me, of course, it was it was a long time that due to Green card, COVID. A series of events. Yeah. That, that, sorry, guys, I've been speaking any time. English is yeah, oh yeah, worse is, than usual. This is the cute part about Davi Day um, being in Italy. It's this English regresses. Yeah, for me, it was uh, fantastic to be home. We stopped uh, 
from Milan. We arrive on the 11th. So we first stop in Florence and then we stop in the Umbria area. And then we stop from there. We went to the Costiera and from the Costiera Puglia and from Puglia to Sicily on the east side, volcano side. Um, so for me it was beautiful to see people that, that, that are part of my life, even now that I, that have been here, that I left. Um, yeah. Cause everywhere we went, we went for the, 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 a reason. So we went yeah, for work. Correct. And then we had friends in every place. Yeah, the hospitality is is incredible to receive. Made me feel at home, let's put it this way. Yeah, because everywhere we went, Davide was so happy to see his friends and it was full of lots of kisses. I feel at home. And on the other side, what I'm really happy, you know, Carmen is still very little, so she would probably not remember this trip, but what I'm extremely happy is have the chance to have you and your mother mm-hmm. experiencing this with me. And I'm sure that this will will give a little bit of more depth and and David said perspective. a long time ago when we started dating, you'll never really understand me until we go to Sicily. And after the trips we took together, even the first one, even halfway through the first one, I was like, yeah. oh, I get it now. You know, I think someone DM'd me yesterday and said, someone who was Italian said, thank you for showing kind of like the real side of Italy because it all does get very stereotyped. And every culture does, every place does. But I I have to say that there is a, you know, this is the most wonderful place in the world and everybody is so nice. It's a community-based, wonderful, God-fearing angel people. But there is a way to move here. And people are pretty tough. They're not, they're not tough. I mean, it's, it's, they, they read people very well, very quickly, you know? So if you move in a disrespectful way or act too American, they notice it. And so it's not like we're, you know, obviously we've been at very nice hotels and then we've also been in very humble places. And I think obviously if you're at a nice hotel, you know, you're just getting the, hospitality side of the whole thing but really going to little towns and going to the markets in the little towns and going like where we went and had all that um in Piedmonte where we had yeah. all yeah. when we went to that <laughs> bodega, the, the bodega and that guy was like oh you're from America like you could never have this experience in America because all you guys care about is money you don't even look each other in the eyes you know yeah. they 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 notice how we yeah how we act. I, I, I think I think without using stereotype on on the other way uh, the other way around, I think I mean, there are so many layers. Uh, yesterday night we were talking on our dinner on our late dinner once we arrived here, and 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 you know, for so many years people have been generalizing and thinking that Italy is all one thing. When you drive from north to down. Uh, to south and you stop by in several places, you really realize how every little region is is a little world and it's a little, and people behave in a certain way and eat different things and dress in a different way, the dialect and and the approach that people have to be to, to, to other people. And also 
often I think people confuse speaking a language or people confuse communication. They, they just stop at the verbal communication. You see tourists or you see people that, like, like the people that we met in Florence that night, you see people that might be able to deliver it mm-hmm. language-wise. But they don't move like it. But they don't, they're not communicating with anything else. We went to so Florence. So the people on the other side are being just <laughs> not abused, but it's like, yeah. We saw several examples of people that might know how to order some, a meal or they might know how to communicate something or to request yeah, something. Yeah, if you speak, if, you, if you've been traveling here a lot and you can speak <laughs> Italian and you can come here, you can afford to come here, which is great, and then order an Italian, you think that you're like, you know, one with the, with the people. But I can't, we've noticed so often how, and that's a good example, when we were in Florence, we we stayed at this very important place that is owned by a family that Davide loves. And it was an old house. It's a very charming, beautiful place. And they have a community table where they do. Which I thought it was wonderful. Which is, was Davide was like anxious to wake up. And when we woke up, he was anxious <laughs> to go downstairs because he knows the two Filipino cooks in the kitchen. And we walked into the kitchen. He was embracing them. He was so happy to see them. And we, we all come downstairs and we're, you know, so excited to sit at this the table. The family that owns the place serve you. Yeah, it's... So it's, they're humble enough to own a, an historical resident residence, like an historical building in Piazza della Signoria next to Palazzo de' Medici, above uh, the Gucci Archive Museum. Like people that have been... F- Fiorentini for generations mm-hmm. they serve you in the morning as an example of to me huge you know what I mean like 100 percent yeah how many free trial subscriptions end up costing you hundreds if not thousands of dollars long after forgetting to cancel which by the way they do on purpose fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year using Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. You just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel all your unwanted subscriptions just in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel any unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. That's not all they do. Truebill also sends me an email when they notice a large transaction. They help lower my insurance because they notice I, I was paying too much. I mean, it's it's the only app that I use to really manage all my finances. They also tell me how much money I spend every week, if it's below or above my average. It's incredible. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Pia. Go right now to Truebill.com slash Pia and you can save thousands a year. That is Truebill.com slash Pia. You know those things we do all day, every day as people that we're not even paying attention to? But once we do pay attention, they're kind of ridiculous and hilarious. That's what we look at on my new podcast series, Social Studies. I'm your host, 
Jenna Kingsley, writer, comic, and creator. And I promise you, this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. And feel free to follow along on Instagram, at Jenna Kingsley. I look forward to seeing you guys soon. And so we sit down and there's a, a family of three at the opposite side of the table. And to be respectful, obviously, of space and COVID and privacy, whatever, my mom and David and I sat at the opposite side of the table, leaving chairs in between. And and once we sat down, they came and put a placemat and, a, you know, a table setting in front of us. So my mom and I sat across from each other and David sat at the end and... Davide, you know, the baby started crying. So he got up to go get her a bottle. And he obviously at this point had a place setting at his at his seat. And a a group of three couples from Santa Barbara came down, older and, you know, sophisticated. You know, some of them spoke Italian. They come here every year, blah, 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 blah. And they came and sat down, took the middle seats. And the woman, even though there was no table settings yet for them, because they don't set your your table area Which until you be, sit down. Yeah, it would have been done in a, in a matter yeah, of Yeah, it would have been done in one second because they just came and sat down. <sighs> this woman walked over to between my mom and I, where there's clearly a table setting. And clearly my mom and I aren't assholes who would sit with a chair in between us. And without asking, and we didn't say anything because I wanted her to feel like a dick, took Dobby Day's table setting for herself and sat down. And my mom and I physically removed my physically took his plate and his napkin and his his tool and set it up for herself and sat down. So now she's the only one of her friends with a table setting because the fucking guy hadn't come to set the table yet because they had just gotten there. And my mom and I both looked at each other and we without saying anything, both didn't didn't say to her, oh, someone is sitting here. Because we wanted her to have the moment of realization that she took something without asking because she had to have her table set. And it happened so naturally when the guy came to set the table and Davide came to sit back down and she went, oh, I took... And she didn't even apologize. She said out loud, oh, I took your table setting, setting but didn't apologize for yeah. it. And it was our first morning in Italy, and it was a great intro into. And I'm coming from the kitchen, where these guys work and cook, mm-hmm. talking to them about the game the night before, and talking to them about life, how it's been, what was going on. These are the two people that works for for the family, and I'm coming from the kitchen, holding my baby, and I sit it down. I'm clearly extremely happy i'm clearly ex- extremely comfortable on the on, on the place where we are but still what i was trying to say before it's like every time i would see that sort of like you know because even in italian there are pia it's so funny sometimes she makes joke of us makes joke of me because even in the language to communicate like can i have a coffee or can i could i have like what do you think about we talk so much. It's so many words. And there are so many shades of, oh, it's, ciao, how are it's, you? It's so, so many what's words. What's going on? Oh, it, last night with the guy that, 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 that served us dinner, I asked the guy where he was from because he was, his accent was was interesting to me. Like, he's, 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 he's Italian and, and how has been the season and how has been, like, working in this environment. And he asked me about the baby and he asked me about... 
And this is somebody I never met. So it's like. We've had better conversations with strangers, with strangers. than we've had with some of our own friends last so, couple of years. So it's like, I would like it to give another example, which is a little bit more personal. So the night of, of, of Carmela Baptist, we, we went in this beautiful place. We were. By the way, um, can we give the conduct for two months? I've been saying to Davide, you have to plan the fucking party okay. after the baptism. Yeah. Davide's brother went. There's a, obviously a hundred thousand churches in Sicily. Literally. And yeah. where we were in this neighborhood, you know, his brother Alessandro went out of the way to find this church that's so small and so beautiful. He really like, you know, then you got to go talk to the priest and it was a whole thing. And so he worked really hard to to set up the baptism. And I was like, yo, what are we doing afterwards? And by the way, I mean, I still plan with the priest. We were so busy the whole time that this was our only time to really see all of, of our people. Yeah. So we were going to have some, like, you know, someone cook at the house. We were going to do... And I kept saying, when we were in the States, I kept saying, Davide, you got to plan something. You got to plan something. Oh, no, we can't because of COVID. They're not doing anything. We got to have a chef from the yeah, Green Pass and super green pass. And Whatever. Long story short, mm. this motherfucker, <laughs> the day of, still didn't have anything planned. And two hours before the baptism, didn't, didn't have anything it. planned. I was trying to don't lose my... And Speaking our favorite restaurant, Quattro, Arky, I, I was like, just call him and he'll do it. And Davide's like, yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. And then we called him. He's like, at the airport, he's like, I'm going on vacation. And people mm. like that who own restaurants like that, like when they leave, the, the restaurant closes. They don't have people operate it yeah. for them because he's like the fucking soul. Of the re- he ended up booking. What's the name of the hotel? Monashi de Terranera. It's so no. chic. It's yeah. insane. That was... That hotel, I was like, this is what I want our house to look like. Like, this is, I mean, it's unbelievable. I have friends who've stayed there, actually. It's a, it's a really. Yeah, some, some dear friend got married in there. But, 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 and, and. He, he ended up pulling this off last minute. He's walking around all cocky, like, oh, I made all this happen. I was like, if you had, and it ended up being one of the best nights of the trip, of course. And it was the perfect baptism party. It was that the best food. There was little kids running around. It was everyone in your family. There was a little bit of family drama which is perfect yeah. all your beautiful friends you grew up with were there we stayed that. really late everyone got drunk we were dancing i mean yeah. it was so fun but you almost you yeah almost god was on your side I for that one make it. you yeah, almost didn't sure. make it no my mom is is in that land so she was <laughs> looking up for me looking down for me looking down for me um but like you know i think i think back to the point without I don't want to go too deep on the on the story but there is once you arrive here once you are in Italy with an Italian and I would say with an Italian that have been around enough mm-hmm. to navigate the Italians Italy and the, and the people of the place you vi- you visit like you mentioned the experience at the Salumeria in Piedimonte that experience could be a disaster totally you know instead it turned like something magical, the guy literally started serving me food without ordering in, without me ordering anything. He understood. He was proud. The guy that probably <laughs> didn't go further than middle school. He understood that we were traveler. Mm-hmm. And he understood that we had to do that experience. 
If you're on birth control, remembering to take your pill is enough work. Forget going to the doctor in person to get your prescription and then waiting in line at the pharmacy. The Pill Club wants to help you take the work out of taking care of yourself. The Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Both brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 a month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging. What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best responsive health care. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the club. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash best, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Everything is the Best listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash best to get your first birth control care package and donate help to more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, thepillclub.com slash best. You must use the link to make the donation. I think it becomes pretty, once you start speaking and people hear your accent, it becomes clear that you married an American and mm-hmm. you're, and we're, you brought us back. And, and what happened is that... Which is cute. I filter everything for you and people that are on the other side, talking about communication, starting to... Like, for instance, when I'm very happy about the way we travel, uh, and I would like to quote a legend, Anthony Bourdain, saying, being a traveler, don't being a tourist. Mm-hmm. And when I travel with you, even if you can't deliver yet messages in Italian, you do really communicate well with people. Your mm-hmm. body language, your 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 approach is always kind and patient and and is never i don't know if you realize that even if, if people only verbally communicate to me immediately that approach is extended to you yeah i don't feel i've you know I, what i mean yeah right? and i like, feel like, like that's reciprocated often i think that <sighs> i'm a warm person without even in general speaking the but language. now i i but you know we've had experiences here when we've come before where I've walked into places and Davide has heard people, you know, speaking about me in Italian and because I was, you know, Oh, I want to try stuff. And I'm here like, you know, just being very Bravo, you did a great American. Example. Like the first time that we traveled, I remember you asked me not only what they were saying to me, but why mm-hmm. they were acting in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then you learn very, very, you are a very intuitive person. You are very smart. You were looking at me more than pay attention to what I said to them. At the beginning, it was like, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Now you pay attention to how I navigate around mm-hmm. people, which I thought it was genius. You notice now how, give you a compliment. thank you. But you notice how for me, no matter where we are, my first box to check, is who is the person that is in there? Mm-hmm. You notice now how I stand behind you and let you. No, but you know, like, like you n- now no. you really yeah catch the essence. And no matter if you are in a five star uh, hotel or if you are in the most humble place, 
your experience will still be different mm -hmm. based on how you approach these people. Absolutely. And we really went to some places where you have no <laughs> hot water. And we went to some place where very expensive, very, very fancy places. We've been approaching farmers. We've been approaching mm -hmm. like any kind of, of person during our trip, like the guy that was sitting next to us was a lawyer and a journalist. Like we've been approaching very, very people and the common denominator is like, like you need to really first see me. You need to first like address myself mm -hmm. and then we can talk about the service that I'm going to have to give it, mm -hmm, provide to mm -hmm. you. Either it's a dinner or a breakfast or a coffee, whatever it is. We keep getting asked to like, can you do an itinerary for the trip? And like, we would, listen, our, my live stream since I was in high school, high school, high school was to have a travel show. So the only way that we could really, and this is my pitch to anybody listening, the only way <laughs> that we can really yeah, we were traveling, we were like, show you Sicily like, through Dobby Day. And, and by the way, th this is also very specific to us because he's from here, but, and, but Dobby Day's also traveled a lot through Italy. He's also like driving. Wow, that's crazy. He's also driven a lot and driving in Italy and Sicily specifically. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is really scary. This is a, and Dobby yeah. drives like a fucking bat out of hell. And he's flashing his lights at people and he has them move over and it's it's a part of his language. Like Davide's love language for this country is the way that he knows how to drive here. It makes him feel safe and secure because when we're in LA, he gets so frustrated by the driving and so. <laughs> They're like, you know, there are places that people would give me the finger and I would chase them two blocks yeah, down. Why would you do them. that? Why would you Why? do that? <laughs> <laughs> she could not understand. Like, she's like, let her. Let but it's let so her crazy know. here. Like, this is such a perfect example. Here, you flash your lights if you're in the fast lane and people move over. <laughs> they're not like, no, you're telling me what to do. This is so American. You're telling me what to do. Why would I move over? Because you're telling Fuck me to you. move over. Fuck, Fuck you. And then also truck. there's like a 50% chance that that person will kill you with a gun out of road rage. Where here, you flash your lights, people go, oh, yep, no problem. Like no one's offended by you wanting to get somewhere faster than they want yeah. to. Even people, in the city, you see how eye contact this, while yes. you're driving is. It's, it's, it, I'm happy that we, like we were driving yesterday and I think the drive yesterday, maybe because we knew that we were leaving Sicily and the drive actually, no, yesterday, the day before the drive through Sicily through, to go on the other side of the island oh, was, was so extremely beautiful. emotional. Mm -hmm. And I think, and we, we arrived at the moment realization of, imagine if you had somebody that would witness this with us, mm -hmm. like camera or, or an eye or somebody that would say, okay. Like no matter how no matter how prepared and good you are at doing at documenting Italy, not to not to I'm not trying to be, you know, humbly talking. I think that the only way to communicate Italy is through the eyes of somebody that was born in Italy yeah. and that had been traveling in Italy mm -hmm. and that has been living around places, not mm -hmm. visiting only, but living, like share life with the locals and share life with all the layers of the the the, the social fabric, mm -hmm. like from humble to extremely elevated. So it's like, that's the only way you can experience and you can give a little bit more of depth because as Italian, what to me is a little bit sad is that everything is always pivot, pivoting 
around the food mm-hmm. and just become somebody that either her stories mm-hmm. or go places to eat. I think it's also a particular thing about Italy is people come here and your heart becomes so full and and it's such a place that I mean what other place in the world does everyone say I want to live there? Everyone says they that this is their favorite. I mean it's such a loved and I think it's it gets and I'm just like a white girl so I shouldn't but I but I am starting to feel a little bit protective now because Obviously, you know, we're married. We have a child that's been six years. We've been doing life together. And and now I do understand a little bit, like, well, you know, we'll have friends who are like, oh, we want to move to Sicily. Like, we love it there so much. Like, you know, we go. And it's like, you have been coming to Sicily and staying at the nicest fucking hotels and, and going maybe to like one sandwich place that someone told you to go to, mm-hmm. like off the beaten path. And those are people that if they lived here would offend everyone everywhere they would go by the way that they fucking act. If there are two rooms in your home that deserve a refresh after this last year, it's definitely your bedroom and your home office. And with articles, favorite Sven collection expanding to the bedroom with the new Sven bed and a slate of sleek modern desks with extra storage options like the Fantol and so much more. This isn't just refreshing, it's downright exhilarating. Article is the fastest way to make your space look beautiful. Article combines the curation of boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics like mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. They also have incredibly fair prices. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices because Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the USA and Canada and is free on orders over $999. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more Go to article.com slash best and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash best to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And what's even worse is when people that moves to Italy, there are other regions like Sicily, the first thing is sharing everything. Mm-hmm. So you don't do that. You don't say this because they do this, they do that. The fact that you had a better experience based on the level of body communication Mm -hmm. and approach you have with people here doesn't define how Italians act. I don't know if it makes sense to you. Like I see a number of accounts on Instagram, on social media, whatever, that start these uh, channel about Italy and Italians. You want to do this, you want to do that. This is what they do. And again, traveling north to south, what I was so, so happy different. to let them experience is that we have immig- like we have southern Italian people that lives in north in north of Italy, or middle Italian people, or people that have been grow up close to the sea that now lives in the city, or vice versa. So you can't again you can't generalize because you never know. Who's the person that is that is yeah? That and that does it make sense? Yeah, or? but also for context, like I don't so. <sighs> So this is a good example. So first of all, like there's 
Northern Italians have a very specific opinion of Sicilians. And that in its... or Napoleons. That's like a very... So imagine growing up in a country where the people who live in the north, I mean, America is divided in this way, but but the people in, in north, in, you know, in the states don't say, oh, you're not American, but they'll literally, the northern Italian people will say, even the priest at the church in downtown LA where I grew up, I don't know where he's from, somewhere in the north. And I remember going to the Madonna de la Stella festival when you and I first started dating. And he's like, oh, Pia, how are you? So, oh, you know, I'm in love. I'm dating a Sicilian. I'm dating an Italian, actually. He goes, where is he from? I said, Sicily. He said, he's not Italian. And I remember being like, fuck you. <laughs> because that is very much the, the um, you know, there's this whole, and, and that's like a, a very layered specific thing. But imagine within a country, the people in the North don't even consider the people in the South to be from the same country. So imagine how incredibly different all these regions are and what they so consider themselves. And so- you know, when we were at Massimo's at the Masseria the other night, our, our very close friend Massimo has a girlfriend. And we were in a part of Sicily called Siracusa, which is heaven on earth. And within Siracusa is, is a little island. And by the way, you don't take like a long bridge there. You barely even notice you're over a bridge. But it's a it's technically an island. You have no clue that you're on an island. Ortigia. Ortigia is the island. And his girlfriend grew up right outside the island, which, by the way, is a four-minute walk, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you can walk in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not. It, and she was explaining where she's from. She was but trying she to was, give you the historical... But she very specifically was like, I'm not from Ortigia Island. I grew up a outside. Bridge, a bridge separate, a bridge you can walk. Because the people on the island yeah. consider themselves to be incredibly different from the people who are not on the island. And she said it in a respectful way. Those people have lived a life that is different than how I lived. Not like, and it's it's not like a competitive thing. It's very much saying like, those were a type of people. They did a certain kind of job. Yeah. They ate a certain Correct. kind of Historically, food. Historically. Historically. And those are nice. not people, that's not my culture, essentially. But it's fucking right. It's a stone's throw from where she is. And it was fat. And I remember my mom having this moment where she was like kind of confused. And I was like, do you see what I was telling you before we got here, mom? This woman is considers herself culturally different. Not they, Neither was better or worse. She was Correct. just saying, I eat different food. I grew up Correct. growing up a different way with different work, et cetera, than those people when it's, when you could, when it's, it's a, it's a bo- four bo- second walk. So yeah. I said, imagine if, if, if that if, if she's being so respectful of her own culture and the culture of the people on the island and we are in such a fucking tiny place and that difference is being made to me so specifically, yes. imagine then the, the how people feel in a town from one side of Sicily to the other side of Sicily and then imagine Sicily as a whole and how it feels towards Rome and Milan and, you know, the Turin way, like the way north... It, it's it, this and I think that really been is the thesis of the trip is like you can't generalize Italy as a whole because Italy doesn't even generalize itself as a fucking whole they want you to know where they are from and what food they have and what kind of jobs they have and the culture that they have in their specific places and they want to be respected for that you can so, generalize either Italians I mean people Italians shouldn't generalize well because, in general but because 
they do again like i said before people there are you meet the number of italians that have been moving around italy and there is a total and it's and it's nothing to to do with vulgarly talking with 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 being being like wealthy or not yeah no people don't by the way people don't even mention that shit here <laughs> you know it's 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 more like in america i always uh, experience difference be done by money almost classes it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah his family on this blah, blah. it's almost when people present people introduce to themselves to you exactly it's done through where people studied or people tends to give you always a background by oh yeah and their parents invented this or owned this you know what's funny is people did you, re- did you notice that always like, but <clears throat> I, people identified their culture in america literally by what college they went to or by because that they're like, oh, I'm that kind of person. Or like, oh, my parents are from Connecticut. And at the beginning, it was so fu- it's so funny because when I first, first, first moved here in America, I mean, I wouldn't not get it because I didn't travel. I didn't know. Oh, my parents are from Connecticut, you know. And if you don't know Connecticut, you have no idea who your people are. Now, of course, I can associate that to, a, I'm doing an example, mm-hmm. Connecticut to mention that, or Florida, whatever is the case, Texas. But... It's funny that it's almost impossible to do it in here. I can't say that person is from, I mean, I can, but it, there are so many layers mm-hmm. that it's hard to, like like the example I did before, this, this, here it is, this, this, this person that is from the other side of a town mm-hmm. will consider themselves, will consider herself different than somebody that grew up literally five minutes but five minutes not figuratively, <laughs> literally five minutes away mm-hmm. from you and giving you the depth of an historical absolutely fascinating concept it means like these jobs were done in this part of the island versus this mm-hmm. and these people were living here versus these people so it's like yeah i thought that i thought that, that was i thought that, that was incredible and and having my mother-in-law with us I've watched As a third part of my our mom. pack was fascinating because I've been already filtered some stuff for you, but yeah. I never did that for her. Mm-mm. So for us to witness, her eyes have been traveling around so this open and, and very generally, very naively asking me things like why that is happening? Why this person is acting this way? Why are we doing this this way? It's the thing I'm the most happy about it. Sleep is hard for all of us in general, right? I mean, it just comes with the territory of being a human. And then I think obviously the last two years, it's just like our anxiety is being like exacerbated by everything that's going on. And it just seems impossible to sleep. And ironically enough, the only thing we know that's going to make us physically and mentally stable and sane is a healthy sleep pattern. So In all the discussions I've had with multiple doctors on this podcast, the one thing that they have all recommended is CBD. And that is why I started taking Ned. And I want to tell you about Ned because this company is incredible. So they produce several quality full spectrum hemp oil products extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from one independent farmer named Jonathan in Colorado. Like they know his name. (laughs) It's just Jonathan. (laughs) And it's incredible because these products are 
science-backed and nature-based solutions that are a fabulous alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. They are chock full of premium CBD and have a full spectrum of active cannabinoids. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. And my two favorite products from them, number one is the sleep blend, which is incredible because I mean, over 50 million Americans suffer from sleep disorders. And I take this stuff and I am out like a light and I'm not groggy in the morning. And then the other one that I love just to manage my stress is the full spectrum hemp oil. It's just an easy, simple thing to add to your routine. Both of them in conjunction with one another have me cruising full transparency. Uh, Ned is a full transparency company and shares third-party lab reports who farms their products and the extraction process all on their website. Ned's CBD products have over 1,500 five-star reviews and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Christian Gonzalez and Dr. Will Cole. Great follow, by the way, if you don't follow him. If you want to check out Ned and try their full spectrum hemp oil or sleep blend for yourself, we have a special offer for the Everything is the Best audience. Go to helloned.com slash best or enter best at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash best to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. Thank you so much, Ned, for sponsoring our program and for offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it is because my mom, by the way, like, first of all, my mom hasn't traveled a lot. You know, it wasn't my parents. My dad was physically unable to, you know, he had a lot of football injuries and he was physically unable to do a lot of physical trips. And when I was in college was the last time they came to Europe and it was a stretch, you know, he at that point had a cane and it was really hard for him to get around. And, um, and so, yeah. And in general, they just didn't go to on big trips like that. They went to, they loved like a Palm Springs moment. Anyway. So, you know, my mom for the last 10 years has watched me travel so often and is always calling me and asking me to send pictures and of food and then she'll text photos of <laughs> my travels to her friends. Say, look what P is doing, look what P is eating. So, you know, of course, like wanting to bring her on the trip was important for multiple reasons. Like one, like, you know, my mom like deserves a trip. Like she works really hard. She's okay. really good with our baby unbelievable with our baby and I wanted her to have a European vacation I mean also we say vacation but most of this trip has been like a lot of moving around and a lot of work and a lot of family stuff oh we need a vacation yeah we need a vacation vacation. from this vacation and then and then I also really needed her to understand Davide and it's been really beautiful please beep because I see you so often being so frustrated for years. So frustrated. Why is why is this person acting like this? Or this person approached me in this way? Or why can't I drive like this? Or like, you know, we'll go to certain restaurants and people will be rude. And somebody's like, I never want to go there again. And I'm like, why? And like, you see it here. Like when you walk into a restaurant here, it's like, I mean, we noticed it the second we got off the plane with customs. When the customs guy looked at you, he said, oh, you're home. Home is home. This is always your home. 
And I feel so bad bringing you. I mean, it's good that we're in America and, and everyone says, why don't you live there? Living here is really hard. And so I also think it's very frustrating when I hear people say, oh, I want to live in Italy. And, it, and, and I don't want to come, you know, I'm someone who is just now learning in my adult age to be respectful of like other people's cultures. And, and I don't want to, it's very privileged of me to sound this way, but I do very much now understand I mean, on a very small level, and this is just Italy with like this idea of like colonizing land that's not yours. So for so many people to say like, oh, yeah, I want to live in Italy. It's like Italy doesn't need you here. You know what I mean? Like this is a place where like craftsmanship is dying and people treat each other with such dignity and such respect here. And that's not American. People don't treat each other like that in America. And so I see my husband hitting his head against the wall so often where we live because he's so frustrated. And I needed my mom to see that he's not like a hot-headed Italian man in America, that he is reacting to how poorly people act around him where we live. And, and And her eyes are so open to that now. And, you know, you don't hear Davide, but like when you're on the phone or when you're away or like she watches how you move now and she's totally gets it. And I think she has a very different perspective of you as a man from this trip. And that was the goal. Right. Oh, Carmela's waking up. I mean, what do you have to say about that? Oh, it made me cry. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, yeah. And. And one other thing I would like to say, and and I'm always happy to use this this tool as as a platform where we just share experiences, share life, and and we feel this way about one country, one little country in the world. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, based on what you just said. How big is the world? Yeah. And how many places are in the world? And how many people you met in your path that maybe will never be able to to share that with you? Yeah. Because Italy is globally is a fantastic place. So it's like people are more interested to navigate it and to discover it. But if you think how many places don't have that, like how many people you meet, they come from places that doesn't have that, they don't have that. No, that That don't have people who are dying to go to their country to ever give them context or the respect. You might meet them on a daily basis. basis. You do meet those people on a daily basis. And they might provide you a service on a daily basis. And And again, it's like... Where they're from or their country or their culture. You know, it's heartbreaking for me because... Exactly. Like you might see those places and it's been also what's you know? going on with the Haitians yeah. crossing the border. Like as we're yeah. here and watching like as we're here watching like border patrol like whip Haitians on it's fucking not. I don't want to But I, but you know, it's, it's like it's just it. I mean, I don't it it's it it's you know we're here and, and, and we have people here saying like, what's happening in your country? It's not, you know, it's like not. truly like what is going, cause even the way, and I, and you know, I do think, I do think that Stanley Tucci episode of, of discovering Italy in Sicily, when he did a very good job talking about the boats 
that come from Africa of these poor people. People that die in the sea. And people that die in the sea and how, and he's a fisherman, right? So he. He, he was talking with a fisherman. And, and yeah, sorry, he was talking with a fisherman and how he, you know, people, fishermen fish in the middle of the night. How many boats he finds, how many people he tries to rescue, families, children, people. And the way he spoke about them with such dignity and what the laws are here and how he tries to help the people. And, and these then, are fishermen. These are the lower, you know, like these yeah, are the people they had, that are educated. Yeah. Like what I'm trying to say is, like, again, it's like you see, you walk around regions and what Italy have and Sicily, like you mentioned before, this microsystem and the phases you see and and the phases you see and the culture you see and, and you, you meet people from the old continent and you meet people from Africa and you meet people from Middle East and you meet people from every part of the world and they and you look in their eyes and and you see so much depth. It's maybe <laughs> it's crazy oh buddy but you know what I mean it's like yeah I'm happy listen like yesterday a farmer at the farm came to me he hugged me we are talking the guy's been up till like also this guy the guy's been up till so five. beautiful Raffaele and after we talk and he said bring me to America he said to me bring me to America it looked like a movie scene it's like Yo, Pesar, bring me to America. It felt like a movie, full movie. And I'm like, Rafael, you sure? <laughs> Careful what you wish. But not because, I'm not here. I found my, my family is in America. Like I found my, my place in the world in California. And my daughter is carrying, is the first person carrying my name. And it's the beginning of my legacy. It's the beginning of my path. So it's a place that I love. And it's a place that, that I feel home now. And the community of people that we have around, we are lucky to have people that understand. We are lucky to have people around that have been traveling and that have been living in different places. That have been, we have, I think I'm very proud of the people that we have close by in, 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 in LA. I'm very proud of the people that we consider friends. Mm -hmm. And it's really like, what I'm trying to say is like, we gotta go a little bit farther of, going on vacation in places that have the, that appeal and the people want to share. I, I notice how like everybody share, everybody wants to share the same thing. Everybody thinks that summer is cool in South of France or the, the Mediterranean Amalfi. location or like everybody only share to the world the same, the same thing. It would be, for me, it would be great if, Somebody would start really sharing. If people would have the, the, the space to share more about places in the world that have been not explored that yeah. much or yeah. shared that much and having a little bit more voice. Like that about, was what Anthony Bourdain was doing for us. I don't know why I started to crying again, but it's like, that's exactly the point. It's like, like, yeah, we need to know more. We need to know more and we need to definitely... Pay more attention to people that we cross um, on our path. Now I'm a mess, <laughs> but uh, 
Also, we're yeah. sorry that the podcast is late, but obviously we haven't been able to record. We're literally like yeah. recording. I wanted on to my... in the car, but it would have been no. And I thought and there, it would have been possible. My poor Nick, my angel producer, keeps being like, "Hey, can I get the podcast? Hey, can I get the podcast?" Because there hasn't been. It's like, and then yeah, we get in, and then the baby's crying, and the poor baby. I mean, traveling with the baby is a whole other episode, but. You know, it's been it's been very hard to find a quiet place. And now it's literally the middle of the night and we have like a couple hours to sleep before we wake up and get to explore Rome. And we love obviously doing the podcast, but if there hasn't been a place where we can do it because it's been too loud or we've been in a car, it's been too late or Davide falls asleep or I fall asleep or we don't have Internet. You know, it's we've been been we haven't stayed one place for more than two nights. Also, Also, like we have been trying to stay to live in the moment, you know, like we, totally. we, so it's like, here you are dealing with people that are like, wow, this, chef, why this ricotta is so good? You yeah. know why this ricotta is so good? Because this year and here's been and I've been trying raining to record, a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> so the grass that the goats, the sheep have been eating is a little bit more, it's richer. And P and I looking in the eyes, I'm like, wow, like, can you just repeat that? But also I've been trying time. to record like, things in a non-vulgar way. And also no, here, that's what I'm trying to you're do. on like, your like, phone, people think you're really rude. That you are disconnected. So yeah, it's like, yeah. we have been trying to... So I've been very much trying to generate content <laughs> without being a disconnected American. Yeah, and to... No, but you know what I mean? Like, totally. like, yeah, All right. Anyway. It's time for us to... But I think we should do one more episode on... Italy. Italy part uh, part two. Yeah, this is part one. I would like to also say that there's another person I will I will be more happy to do this with next to me. I love you. I probably formalized that in a very <laughs> incorrect way, but <laughs> your English is regressed. But so. <laughs> I, I think you understand what I mean. I'm yeah. glad that we are next to each other during this trip, during this journey. Me too. I love you so much. <laughs> love you. too, thank you, for having, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on the podcast. By the way, guys, Carmela is up like higher on the standard of what Italians think babies are. Like we've been getting so Bombolota. much. So, <laughs> so much warm and like. <laughs> the way people treat yeah. moms and children here. So, also, I know we don't show her face, but she's cute as and if, fuck. And if you walk with a baby on your arms in Italy, and you not, are pretty much allowed to do whatever, whatever you, you want. want to. And it's not that she's cute. Like, yes, she's pretty. She and, got a personality. She but her, it. yes, like her eyes are open and she looks at you and she goes, and smiles at people. <laughs> yes. Like, she works a room, this kid. I keep telling my wife that she just turned away. I, was imagining my and wanted my daughter and desiring my daughter to be. She's only well, just, just hold your horses. She's fantastic. She's yeah, incredible she to me. All Thank right. you for having me. Okay, love you. Bye, guys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. 
And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.